All right, what you need to know is being brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are, and here she is. She is back on Twitter, baby. Yeah. You can't keep her off Twitter. No. At- on my bank account. Go, go ahead, go ahead, go I just want to keep ahead. promoting that handle. Please, please Cause, do. Because let me tell you something. When you were like, I'm getting my handle back, I'm like, you had 2,000 followers. Start over. Who cares? You're like, no, I want my handle back. Yes, it's That's my 2,000. I mean, I don't got a lot like y'all, and I am verified like y'all, but you know what? It's okay. Well, let's get more. Let's get more followers at U-N-E-E-Q underscore. And it's time for what you need to know. DeMarco, here comes Laura. All right, guys. So I want to give a big shout out. So um, one of our listeners actually sent me this story. And it's about a girl named Jocelyn Rivas. She is going to after actually, let me backtrack. After she completes the LA Marathon that is actually happening this weekend, and also one of our guys here is running the marathon, John Chin. So good luck to both of them. But Jocelyn Rivas, Rivas, perdón, Rivas will be in the um, world records in the Guinness World Records. She would be completing two thousand six hundred and twenty thousand miles ran. 2,000 wow. plus miles and, and wow. how long of a period of time and like is there a story there it's yes it's her 100th marathon I mean wow. I'm sorry she's she's running in the 100th marathon here in LA and it's uh it's been taking her I think a few years but wow. I didn't get the full story I'm not gonna lie 2,000 miles yeah so she's I want to see her in, feet Dude, I mean, I, okay. I want to see what her feet weird. look like. I really I didn't know do. Where to go with that. You know? I'm just it saying. probably looked like Katie's feet. <laughs> it might, right? <laughs> Two thousand miles on your feet. Mm-hmm. Wow. God bless you. Yeah. But a hundred marathons. I, I'm so curious to know how long it's taken her because during COVID, you know, organized marathons weren't really happening. So how long did it take her to do a hundred marathons? Or maybe you she's know, been doing it for like a hundred days. She's been doing one a day. John Chin has done a lot of marathons. He yeah. probably has come close to that. Wow. That's true. He probably has. Yeah, so this, she wanted, because she's an alley kid, shout out to her because she's also a dreamer, and she wanted her city, her hometown, to be her 100th wow. marathon. That's dope. It's yep. crazy. It's on my bucket list, Cap. You, marathon? Have you done um, one? I have. A full, like a whole marathon? I have done a full Don't marathon. Don't bring this up again. Sore subject. Oh, is it really? I'm sorry. <laughs> what happened? Well, that's it's only a sore subject, DeMarco, because as you've learned, a lot of times I have a big mouth. I open it up quickly. Oh, yep. no. And I make bets, like, oh. you know, <laughs> like with my eyebrows. Yep. And so or recently push-ups. I've been complaining to everybody <laughs> here that I've been gaining so much weight. Okay. And I was saying I need a goal. So I said, you know what I'm going to do? I think I'm going to go run a half marathon. Nice. And Lindsay's like, no, you should go run a 10K. And I'm like, 10K, please. I'm not running a 10K. Mm. Run a 10K backwards in my sleep. Come wow. on. Okay. And so Lindsay's like, why would you go right to a half marathon? And I'm like, I'm not going to it. I'm going to train for it, and then I'm going to go do it. <laughs> yeah, Cam. Okay, wow. so DeMarco, you want to do a marathon? I, I'm. It's on the, well, on the bucket list. It is on the bucket list. I've said it. I put it on the bucket list, but that might be the one I don't get. Okay. Well, when do you want to do that? Because, you know, it's only going to get harder as you get older. I know. It's there. I put it out there. I have to do it at some point. You guys are athletes. You guys got it. 26.2 miles, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's beyond athletics. I know. Yeah. No, that's all mental. You got to train a lot. And Cap, I actually did get, so it was the last four years. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Four 
2,000 miles in four years? Yeah. She goes, I shared, uh, it says, I have a dreamed of this day for the past four years since I shared on my social media that I was going for the record. Wow. So it's like two marathons a month. And shout out to, because actually this story is also on ESPN. Wow. Mm-hmm. I hope my, ma- my, my mouth is right. Hurt. Yeah. Good Lord. So DeMarco, I've done one marathon. The, the entire 26.2. Correct. Okay. Now here comes a humble brag. You ready? Yeah. The only mm. marathon I've ever done was the marathon in the Ironman World Championships. So when I got done with the bike or with the swim, and then I got done with the bike, and I went into the transition area, I said, oh, my God, I got to go out and run a marathon, and I've never run a marathon before. Wow. And I ran that, well, I walked that marathon. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How <laughs> long? This, how long did it take you? Uh, to do the the twenty six point two miles, yeah, the, the run. I think it took me like five and a half hours to okay. do it because it was at the back end of the of the Ironman. But I'll never forget. There was this one woman. She was ahead of me, and and I would see her because you know there was some back and forth. And she had her foot in a cast, oh, and man. Um, and and she had made this decision. She was and she got hurt like I don't know a week before the race. And she's like, "Well, I've trained for a year. I got to do it." And she was kicking my ass, man. Wow. She was like way ahead of me. She was in a boot. And she was up there running, and I was like, I, I can't stop because this woman's killing me. Are you really competing against other people in an Ironman? You're really not. Or just you're, yourself? You're competing against yourself because all you're trying to do, at least for me, especially because it was my one and only full-distance Ironman. I've done a few half Ironmans. But, uh, again, humble brag, thank you. Um, but it really, for me, was just about getting to the finish line. Wow. Okay. I used to have those competitions at the gym on the treadmill line. Somebody like right next to you starts going faster to challenge you. I hate yeah. those people. Don't, I, that drives you crazy, right? Don't be that person. I'm like, not look. coming off my pace, though. I don't <laughs> care what you do. My I'm thing not. is, like, I have a bad knee, okay? Yeah. And I can't be on the treadmill that hard. So I hate, I'm like, I always get one of the last ones by myself so I can do my own thing. Exactly. I put the incline to 15 and I have a pace of like five, right? Let me be. No, there's like 10 other damn ellipticals or treadmills next to me. And they're all empty. But you, the runner, want to come right next to me and be like, pop, 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 pop. Yeah, yeah. Like, why? Nine, ten miles an hour. Why are you doing that? Thank Go you. See? Ugh. I'm not coming off my pace, though. How about this, DeMarco? S- since you want to do a-, a marathon, how about this? Rather than doing a marathon, let's commit to a half marathon. We'll wait until after the football season. We'll wait till after the Super Bowl. We'll find something in April, May, June of next year so that this way the Super Bowl ends and we can start training. And we do a half marathon, and we'll do it real slow. We'll just get to the finish line. It doesn't matter how long it takes us. Let's just commit to it and do it. Cap, I'm down. You, I'm in. So I can scratch it off the bucket list if it's a half marathon, right? Right, right. Okay. Or, yeah, you can do that. Fair enough. Okay, right, I'll do need, it. I'll do right, it with you. I'm we down. We need to know who's, who has a half marathon in like April, May-ish of next year. Who's got one for us? Well, I'll Google it. Yeah, somebody make a suggestion for us. All right, there you go. That's what you need to know. It's brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right, so, DeMarco, we do picks against the spread every week here on the show. And, um, Lindsay, I believe that you have George Sedano's picks. Is that right? Uh, yes, I do have his. I can read his if you guys don't want it to get confusing. Too. Okay, because here's the thing. Sedano is out tonight. Uh, working for ESPN, doing an NBA basketball game. If you've checked out his social media, he is showing you that 
He wants to be Dwayne Johnson. He thinks he's the little mini rock. <laughs> oh, my God. He's wearing the he's, – he's got the turtleneck back out tonight, okay? And so <laughs> the turtleneck has returned, ladies and gentlemen. The rock and the pebble. That's right. Wow. <laughs> the rock was here the other day looking fine. Really? Fine self. Yes, Walking through the building? No, I wish. Oh, okay. No, no, outside. Wow. He was at the. Uh, he had a movie premiere mm-hmm. uh, right outside in LA Live. No kidding! His new wow. ne- Netflix movie. Mm-hmm. His finds up. Okay, it. I digress. Go ahead. <laughs> Boy, it would be fun to run into the Rock, wouldn't it? You know, I sure mean, would. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, but but Demarco, there's there's some football. The girls are like, yeah, of course, we'd love to. I, no, Demarco, I, I was thinking about. I love him. He's I was like thinking about some defensive line ever. talk. It would not be fun to run into the Rock. He's, Why not? He's a monster. Oh, he it's a okay. <laughs> it's a good looking monster. All right, so here's how the game goes, Demarco. We're going to ask you to pick a game against the spread, okay? And um, for we're going to have five games. But the thing is, is whichever game you're most confident in. That's your five, because that's the one where you're going to try and clean up some points. The one that you're least confident in, that should be your one, because that's the one you're like, ah, I'm not okay. really sure. So, so you you're trying to accumulate here. points with your five picks. All right. So number five is your most confident. Number one is your least five confident. Five is most confident. Got right. it. Right. All right. Right. This is week nine, right, or week eight? This is week nine of the NFL nine. season. Nine, yeah. yeah. All right. How are we doing, Lindsay? Do you have, like, a running tally? Well, uh, Sedano, uh, you you cleaned up last week, uh, so you've got 36. Sedano has 33, and I am a little bit behind with the 26. So I got okay, to Lindsay, make it up to I do. got zero. All right, well, well, Laura, today you play the role of George Sedano. Yes. All right. Though, low-key, I'm, I'm a little hurt that y'all excluded me from this because I played <laughs> last season, and I was number two. Yo, how did that happen? I don't know. You guys just never went. I think Laura was off that day, actually, the first day that we did it. I think it was. Yeah, I think that's what happened. All right, so, DeMarco, let's start off with the Rams and the Titans. The Rams are seven-point favorites over Tennessee. It's Sunday night at SoFi Stadium, and there's no Derrick Henry on the side of Tennessee, and there might be Vaughn Miller on the side of the Rams. So will the Rams cover the seven points against Tennessee, or will Tennessee cover the seven points against the Rams? DeMarco, how do you go here? So I'm super confident they'll cover. So I should have them as my five? Yes. Okay. If that's, that's your most confident, then yes. Well, I'm I'm confident. They'll they will cover the seven points. I'll put them down as the five then. Absolutely. Uh this is all gonna come down to Ryan Tannehill trying to beat you with his arm. And you just added Von Miller. You do the math. To an already good defense that can get after every single quarterback. I, I love Tennessee's offensive line. But they're run blockers, and they're banged up. So, yes, confident. The Rams will cover. So, for Tennessee, they've won four straight games since their really bad loss against the Jets. They've beaten the bad Jacksonville Jaguars. They've beaten the good Buffalo Bills, although it was kind of a lucky win for Tennessee because Josh Allen, the quarterback of the Bills, slipped at the goal line, and it looked like he was going in for the game-winning touchdown. Then Tennessee destroyed the Kansas City Chiefs 27-3. Took them apart. And then they won on the road at Indianapolis. Four straight wins. I fully expect the Rams to win. But for some reason, Tennessee's one of these teams, even without Derrick Henry, that I think keeps games relatively close. I'm actually going to take the Titans to cover the seven. I think the Rams will win. But I think it's a three, four-point game. I don't think it's a seven-point game. I'm going to take the Titans, and that's my four. All right. Well, I'm going to be a little bit 
different than you. Well, it's same as DeMarco, but well, let's do Sedano's first, Laura. Sedano has the Rams at five. Okay, just, All right. like, just like DeMarco. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do something a little bit different than DeMarco and Sedano. And I'm also going to pick Tennessee. And I'm going to put them at my one because I'm not that confident about it. Okay. All right. There you have it. All right. So we've all picked the Rams game. Let's move on to the next game. Philadelphia hosting San Diego. DeMarco, the Chargers are one-and-a-half-point favorites on the road at Philly. How do you see this game? Wow, this is tough. One-and-a-half-point favorites against Philly. On the road in Philadelphia. On the road in Philadelphia. You know, I like Herbert on the road. I do. Um, But not so much. I'm going to put them as my number two. I like them. I'm not sure if I trust them on the road there in Philadelphia. I'll put them down as my number two. All right. Uh, I am going to say that I've got the Eagles to win the game outright. So I think the Eagles will cover the point and a half against the Chargers. But I'm kind of just wishful thinking here because everybody knows about my hatred for the Chargers. (laughs) So I'm going to put this as my number one because I'm not terribly confident. I'm just kind of hoping that Philadelphia wins. Is that why you called them San Diego? Correct. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sedano, what do you got? Sedano has the Chargers four. I'm sorry, two, two, two. Chargers okay. two. You Easy. still call them the San Diego Chargers? That's right. <laughs> I'm also going to go with the San Diego Chargers, mm-hmm. and I'm going to make that my number three. I like it. Yes. All right. We're right in the middle of making our picks against the spread. We're going to finish it up coming right back. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Yeah, it's Sedano and Cap here on 710 ESPN. Hey, Laura, have you had a chance to find for DeMarco and I a half marathon in the April, May, June time range next year? We're going we're gonna to train. We're going to run. I'm actually going to run a lot faster because I'm going to be lighter because I'm only going to have one eyebrow at that time. Oh, my God. Have you found anything? Oh my God! Really, Cap? No luck yet. No, I'm I'm kind of trying to deviate because I haven't looked, but <laughs> the whole eyebrow thing, I was like, really? <laughs> and who who has an idea for a half marathon for me and Demarco post Super Bowl? And give us you should do the Disney weeks. one. The Disney one. I was thinking, yeah, yeah. it's like the Disney one. When is it? Down in Anaheim? Uh, no, there's a Disney World one. Oh, that's, that's and, too much. No, yeah, that's that Florida? Yeah. No, I want yeah. to stay here. That's too much. That's Can too we much. stay in the stay state? Here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'll find I'll find the if there's a Disneyland one, because I think that they might only do it at Disney World. But I'll look. Right. Really? Right. I didn't know that. All right. We're looking for a half marathon. Who's got one for us? Let us know. Hit us up. All right. We were in the middle of making our picks against the spread. Um, DeMarco, you had the Rams to cover the seven. I took Tennessee. Right. To cover. Um, let's see. I took the Eagles to cover the point and a half. The Chargers are on the road at Philadelphia. Did you take the Chargers to cover that? I did. Okay. So here we go. But at a two. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Not that confident. Right. (laughs) I was at a one. I was just hoping. I'm just hoping the Eagles beat San Diego. That's all I'm hoping for. 
All right, the Raiders are minus three at the New York Giants. Ooh. DeMarco, how can a team who has won two straight games since their coach resigned, how can they go on the road, cross country, given everything that's happened this past week with that franchise, how can they go there and win this game? I don't think they can. There's no way they can. You don't have enough wagons to circle after that. Think about that. I mean, this changes everything about the Raiders' locker room. This changes the reasons why you're putting pads on. I mean, you're thinking about life and putting things in perspective right now. The New York Giants are preparing to kick your butt. You're soul-searching in Las Vegas. There's no way you can travel across country going to going to New York to win a football game. It just won't happen. All right, so DeMarco's got the Giants – Plus the three points. DeMarco, I'll put them at a four, too. Oh, wow, wow, at four. Yeah. I have been riding the Raiders ever since Gruden resigned. And I just, because I've been riding them, this is not a, uh, this is not an analytical pick. This is a heart pick. I hope that the Raiders go on the road, get even closer, us against the world kind of thing. And I think the Raiders, because of who they're playing, the Giants are a bad football team. They're a two and six football team, and they did put up a good fight against the Chiefs last week, losing twenty to seventeen. But I'm not so sure the Chiefs are as good as they've been in the past. So here's what I'm going to say: I'm riding the Raiders. I'm buying into all the hype. Raiders cover and win, and it's my five. Wow, that's your five. Wow. I'm all in on the Raiders. Man, see, that's how you lose an eyebrow. <laughs> right there. What do, you, what do you got, Sedano? Sedano has the Raiders at one. No confidence, but the Raiders. Yeah, see? Wow, I'm surprised you picked them. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been doing the same thing as Cap, and I said I think that all of this, uh, the downfall, their downturn, all these unfortunate events have would galvanize them. So I'm also going to pick the Raiders, and I'm going to make it my four. Wow. A lot of confidence there. I mean, they've been winning for us. All right, here we go. Our last two games. DeMarco, the Browns this weekend traveled to Cincinnati, and Cincinnati is a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Now, what's happening in Cleveland is not what's happening in Las Vegas with the Raiders. But there is no more Odell Beckham. On Monday, according to the reports, he will be released. And the question is... Can the Browns go on the road, face a quality Cincinnati team at 5-3, and three, and can they get a win? I'm personally going to take the Browns. I think getting rid of Odell Beckham will make them better. It's a addition by subtraction is the phrase. I've got the Browns covering the 2.5 points, and that's my 4. What do you think, DeMarco? Wow. Uh, you believe in Baker Mayfield. That's what I'm hearing. Well, again, you know, sometimes I wager with my heart more yeah. so than my head. And I think I've told you this before, but the offensive coordinator of the Browns is my college roommate. Okay, you got to go with him. Yeah, that's okay. it. I'm riding. Wait, you know, wait, wait. Really quick, just not to off track is too much, but well, did Alvin did did tell you anything on the inside about OBJ? <laughs> Give you any dirt? Um, that you're willing to share? Uh, you don't even answers- have to share it. You could just say yes or no. The answers are yes and no, meaning yes, he okay. has, and no, I won't. Okay. Wow. I'm taking your word for it. (laughs) Uh, 
I think Cleveland wins or, or Cincinnati wins outright. I do. I believe in Joe Burrow. I do. I don't think Baker Mayfield is as good as people think he is. And I think OBJ. Nobody thinks he's good. I think he's on to something. I really do. Um, I heard Mike Martz years ago for the Rams saying the quarterback position is holding this team hostage. I think that applies to Cleveland. So if I take Cincinnati, what am I doing there? And I'm confident in it. Can I put them at three? Yeah, yeah, you got five, two, and four. So you either got a three or a one. But I'm picking the Browns. If you want Cincinnati, well, if you want, if you think Cincinnati's going to win, pick Cincinnati and make that your number three. Okay, that's confidence. my three. I'm picking Cincinnati. That's my three. Okay, right, there you okay, go. there you go. Sedano. Sedano has the Browns, and that's his war. What is he crazy? Sedano he has the crazy. Browns. Oh, come on, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we're on the text. Hold up, hold up. I'm let me let me double that. check the tech. Yeah, it's the Browns. Yeah. I, I wow. mean, I pick the Browns and I make them my five literally every week. But you know what? That has not done me very well thus far. <laughs> and I think that Joe Burrow is the real deal. I think that Cincinnati is going to slow cook the Browns, and I'm picking Cincinnati, and that's my. I like that slow five. cook. Slow that's cook my five. Yeah, slow yeah, cooking like a crock do. pot is what yep. that is. Put them in the crock pot. Okay, final game. Kansas City is a seven and a half point favorite over Green Bay. Now you huh, talk about I'll take these, that. <laughs> these, these games are aren't these games amazing, Demarco? Yeah. I mean, the Browns have controversy. The Raiders have controversy. Uh, the Titans are without their best running back, and now here we are, Green Bay without Aaron Rodgers. And Kansas City's a seven and a half point favorite. Kansas City's not beating anybody up. They're barely winning, and they're a four and four football team. So, Demarco, what do you do here? Do you take Kansas City given the seven and a half, or do you think that Aaron Rodgers' backup Jordan Love gets his first start in the NFL? No, and he can cover the seven no, and a half. No, Mahomes versus Love. Take Mahomes. I'll take I'll take Kansas City and the seven. There's no way Green Bay can. There's no way they can rally the troops around Jordan Love enough to overcome the loss of Aaron Rodgers in a week. No way. Kansas City plus seven. I really want to take Green Bay. I I would love to see the Packers kind of, in some ways, stick it to Aaron Rodgers. I really would. I would love to see that happen. Kansas City, they barely got by the Giants 20-17. to They got crushed by the Titans. But I just can't do it. I'm taking Kansas City to cover. I'm taking KC. They got to get right. And this is this is the time to do it when there's no Aaron Rodgers. I'll take Kansas City. What about Sedano? Sedano. Wait, what's your number, Cap? Oh, that's my number two. Excuse me. Okay. Did Marco, did you give us your number? Uh, I thought he only had one left. He only has one left. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, which number was it for, for DeMarco? My one, One. right? Oh, so this is your least this is your least confident. Okay. All right. Okay. Sedano. Sedano now. It's taking the Chiefs, and that's his three. Okay. I like Lin- this game. Lindsay Baseball? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to take Kansas City because, <laughs> A, Patrick Mahomes is my fantasy quarterback, and I'm going to be rooting for him. B, I think uh, exactly everything DeMarco said. There's no way that Love is going to be able to rally the troops and, oh, we're going to do this for Aaron Rodgers, or, or even the opposite, stick it to Aaron Rodgers. Like, that's not happening. So I'm going Kansas City, and the only one left I have is my two. I'm telling you right now, we're going to wind up all looking at that game and being proven wrong somehow. I mean, I'm not saying Green Bay's going to win. <laughs> They're going to wind up covering because we all picked against them. So, All right, listen, coming up, 
we are going to get back to the Lakers because there have been a lot of national overreactions to the Laker loss against Oklahoma City last night at Staples Center. We're going to get there coming up. But also, next, it's time to play a game of big deal or no deal. That is right around the corner. But before we get there, I want to remind everybody, this upcoming Wednesday, the biggest event of the year returns to downtown Downey, celebrating our Marines, veterans, and the entire community. Join us at Bastard's Canteen. It's veteran-owned and operated by all these former Marines. It's this Wednesday, Veterans Day. It's the ninth annual 246th Marine Corps Birthday and Veterans Bash, Wednesday, November 10th from 3 to 10 p.m. Mason and Ireland are there starting at 1. Sedano and Cap, that's us. We come on. We're going to be on the air until 530 because the Lakers play the Heat that night. It's all happening at 11045 Downey Avenue. It's Bastard's Canteen. There's a beer garden, live music. you got to be 21 or over. And this event will be outside. They're closing down the main street between 2nd and 3rd. So make sure you make your plans and be with us Wednesday next week. Big Deal or No Deal is next on Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All right, Christopher. That's what Sedano always says. Speaking of big deals, it's a big deal that you call the right attorney when you're injured in an accident. Call our friends at Sam and Ash Law, 1-800-304-2000, 1-800-304-2000, because you deserve what's right. DeMarco, are you ready for big deal or no deal here on a Friday evening? Ready as I'm ever going to be. Let's do it. All right, here comes Lindsay Baseball. What's up, Lindsay? Okay, well, Peloton's pandemic-fueled sales peak is officially over. The high-tech fitness company reported weaker-than-expected first-quarter earnings results on Thursday, sending its stock price down by as much as 33% earlier today. Wow. Sales of its high-tech treadmill and bike fell by 17% during the quarter. It also saw its smallest gain in connected fitness subscriber growth since the company first went public back in September 2019. Uh, Data shows that customers may be tiring of home workouts and are choosing to return to gyms. This whole situation here, people going back to gyms, Peloton sales and their stock price tanking, all of it. Is it a big deal or no deal, Cap? Well, I'm going to say a big deal. Um, I got a Peloton in January of this year. I took forever to finally get one. And I'll tell you, I love it. I use it every day. You know that I love my man Alex Toussaint and his club bangers class. That's my big dog right there. Thank you. 
You know I love my girl Kendall Toole, the former USC cheerleader. I love Jen Sherman. And I really love my girl Olivia Amato. I love my Peloton. However, I can't believe what's happened to the stock. DeMarco, down from like 120 into the 50s. Wow. But I understand it because I do think people are going to want to stop working out from home. And I think people who all bought Pelotons during the pandemic are now like, okay, I'd kind of like to get out of my house a little bit. So I do think this is a big deal. What do you say? I agree with you, man. I'm actively searching for a gym. I'm getting back in, into the, the the gym atmosphere, the gym mm-hmm. craze, getting back out. You know, it was fun uh, through the pandemic. It was a way to keep up your health and fitness, and you did what you had to do. But now that you can get back outdoors, there's more options available. Yeah, I'm tired of being in, in the house, man. <laughs> I yeah. want to get back in the gym. Yeah. Uh, well. On to the next one? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Why not? All right, uh, so here's a good one, guys. Apple's new iPhone 13, which just came out. I think a lot of places still even have it on back order. Wow. It might pack a lot of new features, but they also come with a new major restriction. Basically, if you break your screen, which most people do. I don't know about you guys, but I've broken my screen on my phone, I don't know, maybe once a year, something like that. So if you break your screen and you try and swap it out the old-fashioned way, Face ID just won't work. That is, unless... You know how to micro-solder and successfully move a tiny microcontroller from the original screen to a new one. The change makes a really common replacement much more difficult for independent repair shops and just regular old people that would rely on, you know, screen repairs as part of their business. Authorized Apple shops don't run into the problem because they have access to software that can make an iPhone 13 accept a new screen with just a few clicks. Is the fact that basically only Apple can now fix screens on the new iPhone 13s. Is that a big deal or no deal, DeMarco? I think that's a big deal. It's, a, it's great for Apple. Keeps all the business in-house. Um, stinks for the rest of us, though. You know, um, I can't do it. kind of like said. their MO, right? Yeah. You know, like, they, they, they make it so only... Only Apple can fix the problem. Only Apple can sell you a charger that works, that's, you know? That's a True. great business model. Yeah, that's great for them. Stinks for us. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a big deal also because the one thing about Apple, and believe me, I, I love the products. You know, I mean, I've got my iPhone with me. I've got my, my laptop with me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I use a desktop at home. I mean, I, I love Apple products. But as much as Apple likes to be or likes to present themselves as kind of pro-consumer, they're really not. <laughs> I mean, it, it's It's all about Apple and how much Apple can make. You know, Pretty even much. when it comes to these privacy settings, have you ever have you ever had an app ask you, "Hey, is it okay if we cross you? Uh, if we if we track you across other apps?" Yes. And and like ninety six percent of people say no, thank you. And what Apple does is they kind of make that seem like, "Hey, we're looking out for you. We're trying to make it so that there's more privacy for you." When in actuality, you know, they make it more expensive for all of the app makers out there. Because then they have to start using subscription-based models, wow. which then helps Apple make more money simply because they say that they're, they're trying to help people with privacy. I mean, it's, I could go down this hole all day long. I feel bad for the, the little mom-and-pop shop that I go to where they fix my screens. Yeah. I, I have a guy. A I have a guy I go to. It's going to hurt his business, too. You, you know what's funny? Every time there's a new iPhone, my phone start, starts acting screwy. Of course. Yes, Anybody else? That- that has happened to me like Literally a week ago. Just talked about it right now. Really? Yeah. Of course. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Hundred percent. 
Mine's been freezing and glitching and apps are, are just completely closing. Yep. I hate it. I was telling Lindsay off like during the commercial break, I said, dude, I have a 12 pro max, you know, and I literally, this one has not been out for over a year. I think it came, I got it last year when it came out, I pre-ordered it and it's already glitching because no one's out. Wow. It's crazy. They do it on purpose. I swear they do it on purpose. My watch is glitching. I already called Apple. I was like, yo, fix it. I don't care what you got to do. Give me a new one. I don't care. Wow. I pay Apple Care for a reason. Like, fix it. We're addicted. See? Yep. <laughs> yep we are. They got us. <laughs> yeah, because I was going to say, we're all sitting here complaining about it, but at the end of the day, right. we're all We paying. got them. <laughs> yep. Mm. We all have them. We're all paying to get them fixed. Whatever yeah, it costs, we do true. it. All right. All right. To the next next. One. My bad, guys. I moved the page. Speaking of glitches. <laughs> all right. So there's. Yeah, there's going to be one champion at Super Middleweight on November 6th in Las Vegas when WBA, WBC, and WBO champion Canelo Alvarez faces IBF title holder Caleb Plant with all the belts on the line. I know you're going to be there, Cap, so I'm excited to watch this fight, but Canelo is widely recognized as the best fighter in the world, and he obviously has fans plans to further cement his place in boxing history. And odds makers have Canelo as a massive favorite at minus twelve fifty. Which, for all you people that don't bet and gamble a whole lot like me, uh, it will take a wager of twelve—that's one thousand two hundred fifty dollars—to see a profit of a hundred dollars. So a major favorite is Canelo Alvarez being such a big favorite, a big deal or no deal, Cap? Um, I would say that it's um, no deal. It's not surprising. He's the face of boxing right now. He's the most famous boxer all over the world, I think. Um, and he's been so great. So the fact that he's this monster favorite is not really surprising at all. What I find surprising is, and I know DeMarco, I was telling you this yesterday, he is so confident, Canelo Alvarez, that he has a tea time on Sunday morning. I'm here in Las wow. Vegas right now with all of his golf buddies. These are all guys who play golf together on Friday and Saturday. They play a big stakes game. They, by the way, nobody's bashful about it because they're they're documenting it on the uh, on the Showtime pre-fight docu series. Wow! So Canelo Alvarez is so confident that he is going to win this fight that he has a tea time with all these dudes that I'm here with booked for Sunday morning. So to me, him being such a massive favorite, not really a big deal. I think it's a big deal, Cap. There's never been a unified or undisputed super middleweight champion he's on the verge of of making history um i think it's a big deal i think it speaks more about his opponent caleb plant than it does canelo uh caleb plant is the the perfect opponent for for canelo uh he's a boxer he's a slick boxer but not a lot of power so it's going to be entertaining for as long as it lasts i think canelo chops him down anywhere from eight to ten but it'll be fun. It'll be like watching a matador chase down a bull. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and go for the kill. Uh, but, yeah, at the end of the day, on Sunday, when he's teeing off, he'll be the first and only undisputed super middleweight champion. I, I think that's, that's huge. For boxing's sake, hope he loses. Then it heats up. You get the rematch. But if Canelo wins, and he will win, who's left to fight? Give me another name. At 168 or anywhere close. There ain't one. That's like the problem with these 
big dominating boxers. It's like once they beat everybody, where do they go from well, here? Well, there is one fight that's out there that uh, that would get everybody's money in this room and everybody Don't listening. It. Don't say it. Who? Okay, say it. Andre Ward. Andre yeah. Ward hasn't fought since 2017. Yeah. But he's the only guy closest in weight that's undefeated that people say that he would be able to beat Canelo Alvarez. But if he if Canelo mops the floor with him, then who's left besides that guy? I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it's been a while. So I don't know. Obviously these guys train for, you know, almost a year for a big fight like that, but I feel like maybe it's been too long. But I guess we'll we'll see what happens Sunday. I was On watching the, the I was watching the weigh in earlier, which was which was entertaining. Yeah, they, they didn't uh looks good. They yeah, they didn't uh nearly kill each other at the weigh in, so that's a good sign, right? Yeah. Or not. Well, Plan already <laughs> got punched in the face right. at that promotion in Beverly Hills earlier yep. in the year. Yeah, so they kept their cool this time. <laughs> Saving see, it all up. Did you see the promoter when he did? Don't give away what we can sell! <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'd be saying. All right, so I'm doing this one especially because Sedano's not here because I feel like he doesn't really like to talk about the Kardashians all that much. Um, and not that, it, not, not that I do, <laughs> but I find this very interesting. Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson are spending more and more time together as dating rumors continue to heat up. Mm. Kim was spotted with the Saturday Night Live actor on Tuesday night, dining together on the comedian's native Staten Island. Davidson apparently booked the rooftop at the Italian restaurant Campania for them. Uh, the Gossip Magazine say that Kim's moved on from Kanye West and she's ready to date again. So if these two are dating, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson, who... Nerd, I guess you want to call him nerdy looking guy, whatever. He's just kind of like a skinny little dweeb, but he's hilarious. He seems to land like all these big stars and super successful women. Is this relationship a big deal or no deal, Cap? I'm going to say no deal. Not only do I find him to be what you called him a dweeb, I don't think he's funny at all. I mean, I don't know what it is about him. He annoys me. Like, I just <laughs> don't find him funny. And what really annoys me is how does he get all these women? Like, he gets superstar, A-list caliber names. And I, I don't understand it. I don't get it. He, he's not good looking. He's not like a billionaire. Um, I don't know, man. I don't think he's that funny. I, I, listen, I'm not, I, I hate to be such a hater, <laughs> but I'm a hater, apparently. And I hate it. What do you think, DeMarco? Uh, you know, um, it, it's not a big deal to me. Um, but I do think he's funny, Cap. Have you seen The King of Staten Island? No, I haven't. Yeah, that's pretty funny. It's funny. Um, he's funny. Bill Burr is funny. The whole movie is funny. So, I like Bill Burr. Yeah, he's funny in this movie. But um, it doesn't damage his brand, in my opinion, that he's dating Kim Kardashian. Oh, no. It makes him like one of like the you know the coolest guys, whatever you want to call him, in yeah. the world. I feel like everyone's like, what? Like, man, what is going on with this dude? Have him teach me some things because... Face value, just looking at the guy, you're like, he's not all that. But right. he is funny, which I think most women will agree that, to me, that's probably, like, the number one thing. Love a guy who's funny. But, I mean, I have my other theories as to why he's gotten all these girls, but, you know, we'll keep those off the air. I do have a question. Is there any redemption for Kim K in, in people's eyes? Cause, I, I like her. Okay. A lot of people are just done. Is there any way she can win you back? None? No way at whatsoever. Okay. That's it. What is she doing I mean, wrong? I, I don't think she's done anything wrong. I think she's a genius. 
And I have no reason to be mad at her. I'm not going to hate on her because you know what? I now her her sisters is a different story. You know, they have, they make bad beauty products and sell them for millions of dollars. Oh, okay. But Kim Kardashian, I, she never did anything wrong. I feel like she's fine. She's fine in my book. No, Laura doesn't agree. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't agree. Time. That's cool. She is giving me the Manson lamps right now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we, do we have time for one more? All right, one yeah, more. Yeah, we could do a quick one. All right, let's All do right. it. So Chipotle has rolled out a new chicken recipe for the first time in its 28-year history. For a limited time, pollo asado is being tested at 95 locations in two markets. The new grilled chicken dish features a dry rub of cumin, peppers, and coriander that's finished off with some garlic, chili peppers, and some fresh-squeezed lime and cilantro. Will you try, or is, is Chipotle's, New recipe for their chicken, a big deal or no deal, DeMarco? Oh, big deal. I'm looking at some pollo asada right now. Yes, that's a game changer. I am so glad they're doing this. I love Chipotle. I do. I could eat Chipotle every day of the week. But if you add this to the menu, I may eat there twice a week or or twice a day for yeah. a week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. That's a big deal. Oh, give me some. Mm. So I just want to make sure I understand the distinction between pollo asada and the chicken that they currently make. Say again? What's, well, what's, I mean, it's a different recipe. So the new yeah. one, it sounds like it's a little bit spicier, a little bit more flavorful. I know the other one doesn't have, does, I don't think it has cilantro in it. I don't remember no. seeing cilantro in it. No, so it's just like a yeah, different, more flavorful yeah. recipe. I'll join DeMarco on Big Deal just because I too like Chipotle, you know? And now that you mention it, I don't eat there quite enough. But I do like to get a bowl. The one thing I don't like is I don't like the burrito. Cause then it's got like it's got too much rice and beans, and it's like, dude, this is a massive like steering wheel of a tortilla, you know? And then you're gonna throw rice inside there. So I like the bowl. I actually like the bowl with the brown rice and the and the brown beans, the pinto beans, and then I double up on the protein. Yes. And then I and then I put a little bit of guac on top of it, that that hot red sauce. Oh yes, yes. Like that. It's good. See, I'll try the new one because as Jorge Briones texted me, the other chicken is like, it's a little plain, a little dry. Yeah, right. So, you know, I love I love the barbacoa or even the carnitas, but I'm going to try this new one because it sounds delicious. Yeah, the barbacoa is good. It's good. But mm. I have real Mexican food at home. <laughs> so, I mean, they're good. Don't get me wrong. Like, as a Mexican, like, I'm, I'm with it. Like, yeah. if I need to go real quick to Chipotle, like, it's cool. I like it. But I'm not going to be like, ooh, that's my go-to spot. That's my mama's house. I feel you. Yeah. I want to come over to your mom's house. When's she going to make some Albo Dangas? Albo Dangas. <laughs> you know what? It's funny, Cap, that you brought this up. Yeah. Did you say she... Albon Dangas? That's what yeah. he said. Albondigas. <laughs> he means Albondigas for everybody that did not understand. See. My mom actually made that two days ago. Oh, and I thought yeah. I actually thought of Cap because of, how do you say it, Cap? Albodangas. Yeah. Albodangas. <laughs> so American. Albodangas. See, I yeah. well, the first time I saw that word, it was right. It was like written in front of me, and I was like, "Yeah." And they got really good albodangas, <laughs> and I was like, "What the hell is Stay that?" Stay with it. And then wow. I feel like yeah. you sound like you're saying like cowabunga, almost, you know, like something yeah. like that. I'm like a wrestler. I like it. Wow. Yeah. Well, what did I try the other day? Berea. It was birria. Yeah. So good. I, oh, we had a whole like half a show birria. about that. I went so nuts good. over it. Yeah. I'm like, why didn't I try this before? It was great. Do you yeah. know what kind you had? Uh, Goat. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, it was right outside the barbershop. And I said no, and they said try it, and I did, and I had four. So good, right? <laughs> yeah, it was so good. <laughs> yes. Did you have it in like the soup form, or did you have it with the rice and beans? It was in a, in a taco. Oh, you had the tacos. In the okay. taco, yeah. Okay, those are good, too. So good, yes, absolutely. Started out with a big fat no, and just yeah, that, absolute yeses came out of my the mouth. The birria tacos are good, but if you have it, so there's different, oh, sorry, guys. There's, like, a bunch of different ways that you can eat it. You can have it, like, brothy, like a soup. Yeah. But you can also have it with rice and beans, cilantro y cebolla, and a good chile. Oh, my God. See, it's muy bien. All this food, see? I'm getting hungry. What's uh, in here? All right, let's let's wrap <laughs> things up. Let's uh, let's wrap it up for the entire week. Um, overreaction to the Lakers. We spent the first half of the show talking about what would happen with the Lakers last night, but the national overreaction. How bad was it? We'll get there. Coming right back. This is Sedano and Cap. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, it's Sedano and Cap here on a Friday evening here on 710 ESPN. What a weekend we got coming up. Lakers game. This is happening tomorrow night. Lakers against Portland tomorrow. Sunday night, you got the Rams and the Titans, the entire country checking that out. Hey, by the way, DeMarco. Yes, sir. You know, you think about Sunday night football, and um, have you been hearing the the rumors that Al Michaels is going to be leaving Sunday night football at NBC? No. Is he really? Well, they say, they, I mean, not that everybody's been bashful about it. It's kind of one of the worst-kept secrets in sports broadcasting, or at least it sounds like this to me, that Al, my uncle Big Al, who I love, he's going to leave Sunday Night Football and go to Amazon, who is going to start broadcasting NFL games. They've already been dabbling in it. Wow. Most of this is because NBC plans to next year, and again, I I think this is kind of out there, but if not, this is what I'm hearing, uh, NBC plans to put Mike Tirico and Drew Brees in the Sunday night booth next Ooh. year. And Al Michaels will move to Amazon. And as far as Chris Collinsworth, I don't know anything about that. Wow. Well, wait a minute. I like Tirico. Tirico is terrific. And I love to hear Drew Brees' opinion on football and his insight. If he's anything like Tony Romo, then that's that's entertaining football for me. So I, Al Michaels is my guy. I'm with you. But that pairing sounds fun. And they should get the the big spot, or at least Sunday Night Football. And I think that if you're Amazon and you get Al Michaels, Al Michaels has been part of our lives. Listen, I mean, when you think about 1980, do you believe in miracles? Yes. Yeah. That's that's now uh, that's 40 years ago. Wow. Yeah. And it seems like yesterday. Right. Is he our Howard Cosell? I guess. Well, kinda without minus, the controversy at the end. Yeah, minus the controversy, but he he certainly is the class. I mean, when you think about Jim Nance at CBS, or you think about Joe Buck at Fox, yeah, uh, there is no doubt that Al Michaels is still the class, the number one guy of NFL football broadcasters. Oh, totally agree. But Tariko and Breeze, yes, please. Yeah, I'm in. Not too bad. Hey, um, Demarco, let, let's just talk for a second here. Saturday night, you got the Lakers at Portland, so. Before we get to a prediction, just do you think what's going to happen? But 
Lindsay, give give DeMarco and I kind of the, the national perspective on uh, overreaction to the Lakers' loss last night to OKC. So I saw this on USA Today, and I just want to preface it by saying this is not my personal overreaction about the Lakers and the situation. Like Cap said, it's the national perspective from one USA Today writer. So don't come after me if you don't like what we're about to say, okay? The first one is Frank Vogel is not the right coach. Ooh. <laughs> you knew that was coming. Didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, this is a no win for him. <laughs> wow. How do you get these egos together? How do you get these alpha males to play with one basketball? Wow. Good luck. I don't you know, know who's funny. the right coach. That's the that's the problem. Right. You know what's funny? A lot of people said, like, oh, Frank Vogel, like, you know, he's got all this talent. It's so easy to coach. Like, all he's got to do is show up. He's not even coaching the team. LeBron's coaching the team. But really, it's the opposite. I think he has one of the toughest jobs oh, in the NBA. No doubt. Absolutely 100% agree. To me, this is what always made Phil Jackson so great. Yep. You know, for everybody that told you that he had Michael and Scotty, and then he had Shaq and Kobe, it wasn't that he had great talent. Of course he had great talent. It was his ability to manage the talent. And I, I don't know if Frank can do it. We're going to find out. I hope he can, for his sake. I think uh, based on what happened in the bubble, I think he has the ability to. We'll just see how well these guys you know, receive it. All right, ready for the second one? Bring okay, it. Second. Second overreaction. Second overreaction written by USA Today, national writers, not me. Rob Polinka pursued the wrong team-building approach. Ooh. I love your natural reaction. Ooh. Ooh. Me too. Ooh. Ew. 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 Uh, you know, a drop. this whole thing could blow up in their faces, you know, with, with Westbrook. There's a chance this could really go south. I doubt it because of LeBron. I have that much faith in him. But there is... <laughs> There is a possibility that this blows up, like, royally. And it, it'll be like train wreck TV. Um, I have to agree. I, I really do. I, I got to say, watching Russell Westbrook last night, knowing that Oklahoma City had beaten the Lakers, come back from 26, stole the ball, dunked it, that irritated him and almost got into a fight. And then for them to lose last night where he loses the handle on the ball at the end, he, he throws up a, a brick. I'm not saying that they lost the game because of, of what, Russ, what Westbrook did in the last couple of possessions, but, you know, he goes to the press conference and people are kind of asking him about it, and he's like, don't ask me that. You saw it. <laughs> I mean, he's getting testy already. Oh, man, I, it is possible yeah. that his personality and this team just don't jive. Besides skill set, it could just be personality. All right, last overreaction is that the Lakers will lose overall, in general, all the time without LeBron. Well, I'm starting to come over to that way of thinking. It cost nah. me an eyebrow. Come on, nah. That can't be. That won't happen. I know, but they lose to Oklahoma City twice without him. Don't they have enough to win against a team like Oklahoma City without LeBron? I guess the answer right now if is... If the Lakers lose, I want the left eyebrow. See? There you go. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, look, the, they the were John up 19. Ireland's, they were the up John 19. Ar go ahead, I'm sorry. I was going to say, the John Ireland school of thought is that, oh, these games without LeBron don't count. Well, I, you know, that's going to be a problem if he, <laughs> yeah. if he misses a lot of games and he's hurt. I understand. You can throw him out because 
LeBron's not out there, so it's really not the Lakers, but they do count. So he's yeah. right and he's wrong. Right. I mean, they 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 count because this you're, is the regular season. You're counting them. Yeah. Right. You're going to get to the end of the year, and if you miss a, a playoff spot, or if you're if you're lower in the playoffs, you're going to look back and go, "Well, why were they losing games to teams like that?" Yeah. So they do count. When Green Bay loses this week, it counts. Yep. Even though Rodgers isn't there, but it still counts. Same right. for the Lakers. Well, there's your there's a couple of overreactions. So make a prediction for me tomorrow night when the Lakers are at Portland. What happens? I think the Lakers beat Portland. I do, and throws a monkey wrench into everybody's plans. They think this is all going to go south without LeBron. Watch. This this group here, with Carmelo, with Westbrook, will have one of those games that turns everything around. By, mo- by Monday, you'll feel completely different about the Lakers than you Gosh, do right I, now. I hope you're right, but you know what? I don't know if for some reason my gut s- tends to want to agree with you, but my brain is saying, no way, man. you got to go on the road. You're not going to have LeBron. And Dame's going to be waiting. And and he sees how Oklahoma City's not intimidated. Why would anybody be intimidated by the Lakers without LeBron? What if that shot had fallen for Westbrook? It's a whole different Friday, right? Sure is. <laughs> yeah, it see sure what I mean? Is. So, I mean, same situation could happen, and he hits the shot. Then things change. All right, make a prediction on the uh, on the Titans and the Rams. You said earlier you're going to take the Rams to cover the seven points. Yes. You score in mind? I, uh, let's see. I think... I don't think Tennessee scores more than, let's say, 17 points. I really don't. So, I think you get into the mid-20s, you win the football game. And and mind you, Isaac Bruce is coming back to town to get his Hall of Fame ring. And this is a the Super Bowl rematch from Super Bowl 34. So, right. the Rams will not lose this game. So, I think the Rams win big. I think the defense makes a statement. I think you win a football game without heroics for Matthew Stafford. I think Tennessee is down without Derrick Henry. And I think the Rams just have too much offensively and defensively for Tennessee to win this game. I hope you're right, because if the Rams win this game convincingly, like you're saying, it will change the way people look at the Rams around the country, because the last three weeks people are saying, yeah, but look who they're playing. They're playing a bunch of nobodies. Hey, DeMarco, it is great to be with you. Next week, we you may own a, a left eyebrow. <laughs> you and me are going to find a, a half marathon to do. It's been an awesome couple of days. Have a great weekend and have a great broadcast on Sunday night. We appreciate. I got to let man. you know something. I'm outside yeah. your door right now. Oh geez, I've been doing this by phone. Oh man, <laughs> you are coming for that eyebrow. <laughs> hey Laura, great week. So appreciate you. Thank you so much. And Lindsay, phenomenal job. Uh, and have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy that Laker game tomorrow night. Enjoy the Rams game Sunday night. It'll all be here on 710, and then we're all back on Monday to break down the weekend. Have a great weekend. Stay safe, and peace out.